powered by Sports Interaction, Canada's Sportsbook. Whole lot more fun coming on here talking about a win, isn't it? Welcome everyone to Game Over Calgary. I'm Peter, riding solo with you all today. Thank you so much for being a part of it. After a Calgary Flames, what was the final line Five two. After a Calgary Flames five two win at Scotiabank Saddledome this evening. Uh, coming up on the program today, going to talk about some key players in this game. A couple of things that I would like to see. And then we have to talk jerseys at the end as the Flames rock a W in a pedestal jersey for the first time in like 455 years. Um, so all of that is coming up. All of your chats, very much welcome. Tell your friends, and they can tell their friends, and we can all be friends, if that, I think that's how the song goes. Uh, anyway, think you know what way it's going to go. Make your bet at Sports Interaction, whether it's World Cup, hockey, football, or basketball, Sports Interaction has you covered. Bet pregame, live in play, or on one of our many prop bets. Sports Interaction makes it easy to deposit, play, and cash out. Join now and see all sports betting has to offer. Want to bet? Head to sportsinteraction.com slash sdpn. That is sportsinteraction.com slash sdpn. 19 years and older, please play responsibly. If this is an area you have troubles with, there are links in the show notes to help you out with that. Uh, shout out, we already got some good people going on in the chat, Conrad, Noah, and Jay Money having a good time, talking pedestal, we'll, we'll talk about the jerseys in a little bit, but a man who made that jersey look real good tonight was Andrew Manjapani, and I think Manj is the main story for this game, and there's a lot. Overall, before we get into, I guess, some of the, the, the characters in this game, this is a pretty well-complete team effort. Like, there's a couple guys who I don't think have phenomenal games tonight, but overall, this was a really, really strong win. And I get Washington is beat up. They got beat up er in this game with Kemper having to leave midway through the game. Um, but overall, a really, really strong performance that I think Calgary can be very proud of. And one that, again, and we've said this a lot, I think this is a night you can build off of from a Calgary's perspective. And I guess specifically, one of the guys who can do this is uh, Andrew Manjapani. He was excellent in this game. I loved what I saw from Manjapani. And, like, right now, this team is begging for anyone to get hot. You know, like, even just mildly warm. Like, we're, we're just looking to preheat the oven right now to get this team going. But if Andrew Manjapani can, can get rolling... It just, it helps this team out so much. Because I I do think that the top line is, like, right there, right? Like, I I think that Huberto, Lindholm, and Toffoli are start Like, they're just, each game, there is just a little bit something more that's clicking. And just a little bit something more that's going. You know, like, it's just, okay, there's another step forward. Manjapani has always been that secondary scoring with this Flames team that has really helped out. Like, obviously, th there's been some great top lines with the Flames, right? Johnny Gaudreau. And then whether it's Monaghan or Lindholm and whether it's even going back to Hoodler or whoever beside them, this team has had a pretty good top line for a long time. Manjapani has provided that secondary scoring. And if he can get going, I think, A, that helps Kadri and Dubé. And I still think at their best, that is the best line for this team. I know they haven't really been going as well lately. And maybe we'll get into some line stuff as this day goes along. Yeah, there, there's a hook for the video. We're doing lines on the show tonight. Um, so tell your friends. Um, but overall, I think that line, when they're rolling, is still like the optimal second line for this group. And Manjapani, like all he has done at every level he has played at is scored goals, right? Like 
he has a billion goals in the Ontario Hockey League. He comes up to the NHL and it's just goals, 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 goals. And he has he has kind of followed the progression that I think a lot of people would like Matthew Phillips to be able to follow, where you bring him up to the big squad, he's a little bit undersized, he starts out in kind of a checking role and earns his way up the, the, the ranks. Dubé has done it slower and less effectively than Manjapani has done, but it, it just it feels like if he can get going everything kind of falls into place for this team. Um, the third line I thought was phenomenal tonight. We'll get to them in the second segment of the show. Um, but yeah, I, I thought that second line was great tonight. Or I thought that third line was great tonight, and I thought this second line was really, really good. It just, it takes a lot of the pressure off if this line can get going. And Manjapani, I think, is a, a major, major part of that. The other, I think, big story from this game from a Flames perspective, and again, there's a lot of positives to take out of this game. But, Man, was Vladar good. Wasn't he good? Oh, he was so good. That, that power play save in the first, where it looked like that was a sure goal. And you know what? If that goal goes in, we're not saying, oh, Vladar's got to have that one. We're talking about how Vladar was hung out to dry. But it's late in the power play. Calgary, I thought dominated five on five. Like, I I felt like this team, um, I felt like this, this Flames team overall, Outplayed Washington pretty substantially tonight. Like, I I kept being surprised by the shot clock because it felt like Calgary should have been up more. Like, I feel like 5-2 is kind of an appropriate representation of this game, right? Like, I, I feel like 5-2, that, that is a fitting score for, for this hockey game this evening. But early on, Washington's hanging around, they get a power play that looks really dangerous, it's like, oh man, is this going to be like Montreal all over again? And Vladar makes a ridiculous save on, I'm pretty sure it was Oshie in front, and he's just, aside from coming out to play the puck, which I, there's like 3% of me, that I, I put up 2 when I said 3, uh, there's like 2 to 3% of me that thinks that was him just fucking with Markstrom. It's like, hey, look at this. I'm taking your job and I'm going to do it in the way that you screwed it up too. Like, just watch me. I don't actually think that's how it happened, but there's like a small per percentage of me that's like, that would be cool if he was doing that. Um, but he's just so calm in there and it just makes everyone else out on the ice so calm. Like, there's just, okay, that he's not going to do a wild thing where he just like hacks a guy and takes a couple of minutes. He's not going to go Bennington or Kemper from this game. Um, he is going to, to, to just be this nice, calming influence there between the pipes and he was he, he was exactly what the flames needed in this game from the goalie spot uh, I think like they they get Arizona coming up in this next game honestly I kind of think you roll Vladar here like just let him keep going eventually Markstrom's going to be the guy I think like if this team is going to to get that run the the upper bound limits that Markstrom has are just greater than that of Vladar but for right now Vladar is kind of the better guy. So just let him run with it. Eventually, it's going to be Markstrom. Eventually, he is going to take this thing over. But as it sits right now, we are past the quarter pole of the season. And if the playoffs started today, the Calgary Flames would not be involved. You kind of got to just roll with what's working right now. And right now, Vladar's working. I think you need to, to stick with it. And one more thing here before we get to the chats. I see it's bumping off here early on. Let's keep that energy going. 
I love what they were doing with the blue line tonight, specifically getting them more active in the offensive side of things. I think that kind of calmed down as the night went on, but early in the game, you saw Hannafin with a couple of great moves at the blue line. You saw Anderson getting involved. Two great holds lead to that first goal of the game from a, a Flames perspective. Uyghur was invested in the offensive side of things as well. This is a team that's had some trouble finishing. I get they, they scored five tonight. They scored six the other night against the Panthers, but grand scale. This is a team that's had some trouble putting the puck in the net at times. I think getting the defense involved can help. And I think like we've talked before, I feel like there's another level to, to Hannafin and Anderson's offensive game. I feel like we are just scratching the surface of the offensive game of Mackenzie Weger. And Stone, for all of his faults, has a hell of a shot. And Zadorov on certain nights at certain times can be a good offensive defenseman as well. This is a blue line that has the capability to help out offensively. So let them, let them help. And I, I think they were starting to do that tonight from a flame perspective. And that's something I really like to see. Let's take a look at the chat for the first time today. Um, a bunch of stuff going on in the chat. By the way, like this video, share it with your friends. We are really trying to grow this one. I love chatting flames with you guys as much as possible. I know Audi does as well. Share these videos so we can get more people in. The algorithm is being very screwy right now with live video game or with live videos because people were streaming video games and they weren't supposed to be streaming video games. And so, like I said the other day, they were putting a candle out with a fire hose. And that's why the, the algorithm is weird with live videos. So let's beat the algorithm. Share the videos, like them, subscribe to the channel, hit the bell icon to get notified when we do these things, and don't just rely on my amazingly witty Twitter that someone took a bit too seriously tonight, but that happens every now and then. All right, let's get into the chat. Uh, Conrad had his question answered for him. W in the pedestal, bring back the pedestal full, full time. Hi, Conrad. Uh, <laughs> thanks for getting the flu and letting me do an Oilers game, by the way. You are most welcome, sir. Happy to help anytime. Um, so me and Jay, this is coming from Conrad. So me and Jay Money had this talk on Twitter already. Is there a fine coming for Kemper? I mean, probably. That was a pretty big baseball slash right to a guy's ankle bone. So yeah, there's probably a couple grand coming out of the, the next paycheck for Kemper. Real question that I don't expect anyone ever real answer to. How do they do that? Like, does he have to send a check to the league? Is it an e-transfer? Does it just come out of his check the next time? Like, he just, oh, this paycheck only has several hundred thousands of dollars on it, not a million dollars. What's going on here? I've always wondered. that. Those are weird things that I think about. We'll figure that one out for another day. Um, Jay Money talking about the wave. The wave in the one-goal game in the third period kind of bothered me. I would just like to sit and watch a hockey game, but that's uh, that's just me. Uh, Jay Money saying, me, Luch, and Noah Adler can go to Martelope Brewing Co. next game. Uh, so Maddie can play. Man, Lucic is struggling right now. It, it's just, it's not going for that dude. Also, I find it hilarious. You know what? Things weren't working in the last game. I'll give in from Daryl Sutter. I'll give in. We're making a line change. Rooney, you're in. I thought that was hilarious. Also, the two-on-one with Ro Rooney and Lucic. We'll have to go back, and there's no way to actually. That might be the duo. Like, that That might be the least likely to score two-on-one the Flames have ever had in franchise history with both of those guys out there at the same time. Like, I'm sure there, there's, like, some from uh, other eras with this team, because there's been a bunch of those that haven't necessarily been the prettiest. That, they're, like, they're some weird 
um, combination of guys that uh, it's probably not going to go in. But that one was definitely like a, oh, this isn't going to be, you may as well just play this puck into the corner and just start a, a cycle or something because this two-on-one isn't going to go well for you. Um, maybe not on the power play. That needs a lot of work. I don't specifically know what this is referring to, but in general, yes, the power play needs to get its shit together. The thing... The thing I don't get about this power play, like obviously like Washington's power play, the puck movement there on that first power play goal was exceptional. They, they were really, really good. And a lot of times, like the goal is to get it to, to eight on a one-timer so he can hit the bejesus out of it and hope to score a goal. That That's kind of the goal. I don't even know what the Flames are looking for right now. Like what, what are you trying to set up on this power play to eventually get a chance? If they don't win a face-off and it's a quick like bing, bang, boom set play, there's just, there's nothing. They're just kind of working the puck around until the other team can steal it so they can go back and try like a 200 foot rush thing. Like there's just, there is nothing going on on this power play at the moment. Um, I'm hoping Vladar proves to Sutter that he should be starting at least once a week. I would agree with that. J money. Uh, we're talking about school pedestal or blasty blasty 100%. Yeah. Bl blasty blasty is the one we're good. There is going to be more Jersey talk coming up. I promise. I want to get to a bit more of the, the stuff so far. Uh, Stone plus Zaddy equal Bay. Sometimes. I've said it before. Zadorov, he does some stuff a couple of times a night where it's like, this guy might be one of the best defensemen in the NHL. And then there's a couple of things a night where it's like, this guy might have trouble making an NHL roster. But there's been more, not saying that he's actually the best defenseman in the NHL, there's been more really good from Zadorov than really bad from Zadorov. To be perfectly frank, I thought Stone was kind of fighting it tonight. There was a few times where there were some real bad turnovers that the team had to kind of make up for, but Zadorov had an exceptional night. Um, wasn't a fan of the pedestal, but damn, it looked good. That one comes from Brian. Yes, definitely from Jay Money. Uh, <laughs> oh, it's all done through Bitcoin, the paying of the fines. Oh, that makes total sense. Pokemon cards is how it's paid. Okay, so segment two. I thought Michael Backlund was the best player on the ice tonight. On both sides, including future Hall of Famer Alex Ovechkin. Backlund, and really all year, like there's been the talk, who would be the Flames All-Star right now? I think it might be Backlund. He has been so consistent. He got Trevor Lewis to look like a bona fide NHL player. And then he goes on the fourth line and doesn't do a goddamn thing. But... It just, it's so funny to me, anyone who gets paired with Backlund and Coleman all of a sudden become the hottest member of the Calgary Flames. Ruzichka gets there now, and that line looks so good. But it's just, it's been years now that anyone who gets paired with Backlund, any line that Backlund is on, turns into the most reliable line that this team has. And there was a long time where Backlund was disappointing for some... I think it took people a long time to kind of warm up to the style of play and the player that he was, um, because I think there were some people kind of hoping that the we wouldn't have to do a rebuild in Calgary and he could just kind of like help keep the ball rolling, and he was never that guy, but he has found his role, and he is so good. That first goal is exactly what you want this line to be. Defensive zone face-off win that... You start in the D zone, you work your way up ice, you spend a full shift in the offensive zone, you get a couple good holds on the blue line, you win a couple of puck battles, you get the puck in front and Rosicka scores. Just picture perfect from everyone. Rosicka or Coleman, I think it was Coleman, sorry. Coleman scores. Yeah, Rosicka won the puck, back on foot, and then Coleman. <laughs> um, picture perfect. I cannot express enough how much I have loved 
Michael Backlund's game so far this year. He, like I said, I think he's been the best flame. And he continues to be the guy who just gets other dudes rolling. Honestly, um, like I think Huberto's kind of start to working his way back to where the, the flames need him to be has started with him playing with Backlund a little bit. If you wanted to put Kadri there, kind of messes up your center ice stuff a little bit. If only there were other center icemen in the organization that you could go with. Another story for another day. But I have... I have loved what Backlund has done, and that third line with Backlund, Coleman, and Rizicka was the Flames' best line tonight. And if they wanted to mess around with the lines a little bit to try to get like something a little bit more going from a second line as I drop a pen, um, I could see like if you wanted to drop Dubé down to uh, a third line and go like keep the top line the same. See, told you we'd be doing lines a little bit later. Uh, keep the top line the same, and then go Manjapani with Kadri and Ruzichka, and then a third line of Backlund, Coleman, Dubé, just to try to get Dylan Dubé going. I don't hate that, because at this point, you can put anyone there on that third line, and then things will start to click for that guy. Like, it's just, he is so reliable with this team, and I just, I want to sing his praises as much as possible, because I don't think he gets enough credit for just how reliable, how sturdy, and just how much a part of the foundation and of the core that Michael Backlund has been for this Flames team this season. Um, speaking of lines, aside from that two-on-one, which again was the least likely two-on-one in Flames history to score, that fourth line play at all, like there's just, it's back to this thing where we were last year, where this fourth line is a black hole for this team. They were dreadful. Um, I think Mike Gould tweeted it out during the game that they had the, the most offensive zone starts and they had the worst expected goals for of any line in the team. That is impossibly difficult to do. Like, I... This is this is the part where I get frustrated on the show. And then we'll have some fun talking about jerseys um, toward the end. I, I've said before that I'm going to stop talking about the Matthew Phillips thing, but I just can't. It is beyond comprehension that he has not been called up. And I get the NHL is different than the AHL. No fucking shit. The dude scored a goal tonight on a breakaway where he just like half-assed chipped the puck over the goalie and it went in. He's just fucking around down there. At this point, and I, I am not advocating for this, but at this point, if you're not going to call him up, fucking trade him. Because it, it's not like... In some way, he can be helping this NHL team. And you have three just blank spots in the lineup sheet every night that you're going with. And I get salary cap, blah, 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 blah. You can't trade. You're not bringing in Patrick Kane with uh, a Matthew Phillips trade. I just like, at this point, if you aren't going to call him up on a team that so obviously needs his help, then go out and move him for someone that is actually going to, to help out with this team. Because I think we've established he's figured out the American Hockey League. He's not growing anymore down there. I mean, like, maybe literally. I don't know if he's putting on weight. But, like, he, he's not developing anymore. He is developed. That that, that egg's been cooked. Whatever you reference you want to make, it's done. He has, I don't want to say mastered the American Hockey League. It's not like Gretzky out there. But... He, he is at the point where we now know he is really good in the American Hockey League. So fucking cut it out. Either call him up or send him to a team that will. Because th th this is getting ridiculous. This team has no fourth line to speak of. And uh, aside from seven good games to start the year, hasn't all season. And you have a guy ready to help this team out. But no, you gotta stick with these dudes. Like, it's, it's absolutely ridiculous right now. If the Flames were to start 
their 12 best players on this team, no one on that fourth line would be playing. And I don't understand what this coach is and see. Like, he's not, it's not like he's playing them a bunch, right? Like, it'd be one thing if it was, like, early in the year, right? Where, like, I don't think Richie's good. Lucic, we've had discussions about him. Um, and I still am baffled at the, the Rooney signing or Lewis. Like, I, I just admit they're blind spots for me. Whatever. Early in the year, they're being productive, so the coach is playing them more. The coach isn't even playing them. Like, it's not like he's like, oh yeah, go out and get them, boys, and they're playing 15 minutes a night. He knows they suck. He's not using them. I don't get it. Sip water for the working man. I just don't get it with this coach. I, I just, I really, really, really do not. So there, rant over. Let's go back to the chat, shall we? Uh, keep the uh, keep the messages coming. Greatly appreciate all of you. Also, if you miss any of this, they are available on podcasts. Subscribe to the Game Over um, podcast wherever you get it. Just Game Over NHL, wherever you get podcasts. And remember to like this video, share it with your friends, and subscribe to the channel. We got a good chat going in here tonight. Uh, Loving63, hope it's only up from here for him. He seems legit, right? Like, he is so good. Uh, What is the key takeaway from this game? Key takeaway from this game is Michael Backlund. Um, equals goat. Like he, he's just, oh, he's so good. That, that is my thing is that Michael Backlund is so reliable for this team. Uh, Backlund proving that the Kelowna Rockets, the best WHL team ever, man, I've always, I don't know what it is. I've always had a soft spot for Kelowna. Like I'm out here in Calgary. So the Hitmen are going to be my team. Uh, my cousin was drafted to the, the, the Red Deer Rebels. So they, they've always kind of had like, oh, okay. Yeah, that's nice. And then Kelowna for whatever reason, it's like, man, I just like that their logo is a, a green dragon for no good goddamn reason. So that's that's where I'm at. There, the hot Kelowna Rockets takes for you on a Saturday night. Uh, the back one bump, no kidding. Uh, I think a few guys, yeah, put Markstrom with backs. I like that one a lot. I can't laugh too much or I'm going to start coughing, but Brian, that was a, that was a solid one. Um... Backlund biffed a breakaway and a two-on-one and still created goals and got multiple chances while also being the same defensive stalwart he's always been. Yeah, we need, like... That, that breakaway wasn't great. I will say, because we haven't talked a lot of Capitals tonight, Carlson, that dude, was all over the ice tonight. Like, he busted his ass to break up a couple breakaways on, on Flames' chances. Like, he was great, and I think he kind of interrupted the, the backland situation there. Uh, Jay Money, exactly, Peter. I agree. Flames shouldn't trade him, but if you aren't going to use him, move him while he has value. Yeah, like I said, like, I, I don't want to trade him, but... If you're not going to use him, then at least, at least put some, like, get some value from him. Like, it's, it's just, it's ridiculous at this point. Uh, Jay Money, I'm in Okanagan raised. The dragon is the Ogopogo, which lives in the Okanagan Lake. Oh, well, there, I learned something. To, I should have figured that out. I, I had, um, my uncle, who, uh, it would have been his 75th birthday a couple days ago, um, lived in the Okanagan for forever. Visited a couple of times. It's lovely. I 100% plan on retiring there if a bunch of beach places end up underwater. Um, just gorgeous, gorgeous, gorgeous place. So I should have figured that out. Thank you for the, the reminder there, Jay Money. Um, if they're not going to bring up any of the kids, a trade for Brock Besser or Timo Meyer makes sense. I was thinking about that today. I wanted to do Besser um, trade watch. If there's no one on LTIR, neither of those teams have cap space. Like they don't have the cap space to pay my uh, monthly salary with um with daily hive where i work like that they just the, the, these teams don't have any money to do any kind of wiggle room with it would have to be dollar in dollar out and the flames would be trading an american hockey league player so the dollar out is literally zero so it gets tricky 
Um, I was, I, I think I was being a little hyperbolic with it, but no, like guys like Zari and Pelche and, and Phillips, like if, if you want to make them the key pieces of a big trade at this point, whatever, man, like if you're not going to use them, use that value in a different way. I think Besser is everything the Flames need right now. Like his finishing is so good. There's some stuff that wouldn't work. And I feel like he and Daryl would kind of be oil and water, but the Flames need a finisher like Besser and oh, it would be, it would be a perfect fit. But money wise, I, I just don't think it would work. I, um, Timo Meyer, I've always been a big fan of his. I like he and San, um, the other guy in San Jose, um, Hurdle. I would love to get either of those guys in the flames, but they, they are making a big chunk of change. And yeah, Lucic isn't waving in a move cause, uh, to go to Vancouver. I mean, the old Vancouver regime, you could get Lucic for Besser just straight up. They, they'd probably throw in a third just to, to help you out with it. Um, but I, I feel like Rutherford might have a, a bit of a bit of a better grasp on things. Last segment, we got to talk jerseys. And I, I see the chats. I see the like, yeah, pedestal, this is awesome. I have a confession and I'm not proud of it. I didn't like them. And I look, I like them in the announce. Like I, they look great. On social media, I've seen them in the Flame Shop and at, at Jersey City. They look great. I see them on social media. Noah posting on a social media today, rocking it. Gotta hydrate again. Pause for dramatic effect. They look great, like, on the rack and everything like that. On the ice. I kind of hated it. And I don't, like, I, I, I don't, I'm not proud of that. I'm not going to rip on them because they, like, you tried something. And it's, a lot of people like it. So, like, go for it. But I just didn't love it. I just did I, 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 I just wish it was better. It, it just, it had a bit of a, oh, this is kind of 90s and not a good way type of a feel to me. It just looked a little bit, it looked a little bit, eh. And I, I was hoping for a bit more, like, power. Like, with Blasty out there, like, it, it looks like that's a solid jersey. But these jerseys are just kind of a, meh. I, I wanted to like them. I really, really wanted to. And it just, it wasn't there for me. The one that I want them to try now, because I've been thinking about this, because I'm not just going to come out here and just present a problem and give no solutions. If we're going to continue with reverse retros, I would like to see them work with what I think is actually the best jersey. Well, Blasty deserves like its own spot in the Flames Jersey Hall of Fame. I do think the best jerseys are the 04 run ones, specifically the Sea of Red jerseys. Like the, the, the red, when I think of the Sea of Red. That's the Flames jersey I think of. Blasty on the shoulders, but that, like, dark orangey red that they had with the Black Sea. I would reverse those. I would have the black jersey, maybe a couple more stripes on it, and a red sea in the middle. I think that would look really, really dope. At least it does in my brain. Um, I'm not artistic enough to put it together, but that that is my jersey solution, because I just, I wanted to like them more than I did. And it, it just, it didn't click with me tonight. Again, would wear it in public as a civilian? I think they look great out on the streets. Just on the TV tonight, it didn't click for me. Uh, I'd love to see an Atlanta A play in. Like, um, make the hole at the bottom, the outline of, oh, well, that'd be interesting. Yeah, play it, play it with the, uh, the old A a little bit. Uh, after Kachuk and Monaghan, what do you think the Flames' reaction of Gaudreau is going to be? Um, probably similar to Kachuk, where... Boom, every time he touches the puck, 
get a video tribute and say, oh, hey, Johnny, thanks for the memory. Um, and then back to booing you every time he touches the puck. That's, I kind of think that's, that's probably what it is going to be. Uh, when are we getting yellow Calgary Flames jerseys? Ooh. That might be a bit too far in the old creative spectrum thing. I also wouldn't mind, like, with the, the current color scheme, like the, the, the 80s one, but with Blasty on it. I think that would also look cool. You might have to make a couple of adjustments to Blasty, but I think that, that would look cool as well. Uh, I want the CF Mountains logo on the, the front of one. I don't love... Hey, again, we're trying stuff. We're trying stuff. I don't mind. Just throw some stuff out there. What I want is teams to have alternate jerseys just to have them. You know, like, I, I don't think you need to... Okay, well, like, the, the NBA has fallen into this. It was fun when the Raptors had the white jersey, the purple jersey, and then they came out with the red one. Why did they come out with the red one? Because it was time to have a third jersey. Instead of, well, this is the city edition, and this is the whatever one, and every team has to have the same thing. It's easy for the jersey maker to do it, but I, I just, like... I want a team to come out with an alternate jersey just because they had an idea. That's that's what I want. Um, all right. Thank you all so much. Uh, again, like this video, subscribe to the channel, hit the bell icon so that you know the next time we are doing this, which, by the way, uh, is going to be the Flames taking on the Arizona Coyotes. Monday, it's a 7 o'clock start. I'm going to be at the game, so Audie's going to have you covered on here. Um, should be... Should be a Flames win. That's a that's a game the Flames need to win and build off of it tonight. Again, like the video, subscribe to the channel, share this with your friends. You guys have been a blast as always. Thank you so much. You've made my Saturday night. Thank you for making me a part of yours. And we will talk to you all later. Game over! Powered by Sports Interaction, Canada Sportsbook.